Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. 401 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scravey. Chance to uh, play some Chris versus the fans for those who enjoy that game. 833-288-0973. A chance to qualify. Two tickets to Tom Kiefer and L.A. Guns on April 11th. And a two-night stay at Westgate Las Vegas Resort Casino. Get ready for an electrifying night of rock and roll as two iconic bands, Tom Kiefer, L.A. Guns, come together to perform live April 11th, as I said, at Westgate International Theater at Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Can I quickly say that whoever plays against me today, you are playing against one of the luckiest people on earth. Is that right? Yes. Oh, yes. I want Explain, to thank uh, I want to thank uh, Kathy, uh, who works at La Jolla Country Day High School. She's the athletic director there. Um, last week, I believe a week ago tonight, it was pouring rain, if you recall. Yes, I do. And we were I, concerned that you were even going to get to La Jolla. That's right. I had to go referee a game there. And in doing so, I took my wife's car rather than my car. I don't like to wear my ring when I referee a game. There's a spot in my car that I always put it for safekeeping, but I wasn't in my car. I was in my wife's car, so I put it in my bag. Mm. Instead, apparently, while I was on my way to the gym, it fell out of your fell bag. out of my bag, which I didn't know at the time. It was dark and raining. So the next night, or that night when I got home, I couldn't find my ring. Been without my ring for a week. Mm. And uh, today, got the call from uh, Kathy at La Jolla Country Day. Somebody found it in a parking lot and turned it in. Two questions. That's well, incredible. One statement, one question. Yes. You, you clearly have very good luck, I as do. you just finished saying, to have your week, your ring in a parking lot for about a week. No one picked it up. Yeah. Or, been been trampled over a little bit. Yes. yes. Apparently, it. Uh, she said it's a little bent. <laughs> but I got to believe, I mean, it's just a... A, a, a circle of, right. you know, it's a circle. I think somebody somewhere can probably pound it into shape again. Now, now my question is, being What's that you were without a ring for a week. Yes. How long did it take my wife to notice that I wasn't wearing one? Ding. Yeah. Uh, she noticed it uh, late last week. And so you got through <laughs> How many days did you get through without it being According to her, I shouldn't have got through any days. days yes. I should have told her immediately. <laughs> I told her that I wanted a couple of days to try, try to, to find, find it, it. Fair. Before, you know, I, was, I came clean about the fact that I was missing it. 
And then I had a couple of days of travel last week. Then my godson came to visit me for a couple of days. Anyway, oh, so I got pushed back. It a got little pushed bit. back, pushed back, pushed back. So oh. yeah, we. She was she was heartbroken at the news, but she just texted me and she's excited about this news that, uh, that it has been Good. found. I'm glad. So thank you, Kathy, and the people of the, the Hoya Country Day, and whoever, whatever nice person turned that in. Can that I ask was a question a, about great. from the married guys? In the what room? do you got over there? Um, Here comes. I the understand why. The, <laughs> obviously, I understand why the ring's important, but why? Why, why? Why such the hatred towards you for losing it? Like you made what a hatred? mistake. No hatred. Just okay, there was no I'm hatred. Sorry, ha- not hatred. That was the no wrong hatred. Word. Not fair. What's not the word fair. I'm looking for, guys? Well, uh, uh, disappointment. There, there. Disappointment yeah. because it means it's something not like you to wanted people. to lose your ring. Well, if <laughs> if wives never got mad at husbands <laughs> because because they made mistakes that they didn't want to make there would be no issues there would be no issues but wives do tend to get upset there, with husbands when mistakes like this happen regardless of yeah. how it happened i uh you were asked i was asked in the chat about my many different colored rings i have oh that's oh, right yes yes, yes, yes. yes you were that, that is because I have lost a few in my lifetime. You have lost a few <laughs> yes, already. Yes. Wow. So well, I, but again, you're a ball player. You ha- you can't wear it when it, you're playing. It's different, right? I'm taking it off. But on and no- off. nonetheless, I was, you know, in trouble all the same when it got lost. So yeah. I have a few now that I can yeah. cycle in and out. But I, I'm gonna go back to what Scraby asked. You didn't lose it on purpose, so why <laughs> is your wife gonna be giving you a hard time? I think you should ask that question to every wife who's listening to us right now. <laughs> Put it of in course, the chat. It, it is us husbands never make a mistake on purpose, no. but we do make mistakes. A lot of them. Lots I know of them. I do. Yeah, and that's what that's the result. But Again, anyway, you guys make marriage seem amazing. It is amazing. It is. It is amazing. This is part of the amazing this part. Is part of the amazing yeah. part. Yeah. But it's sure a lot better when somebody like Kathy from La Jolla Country Day finds my <laughs> ring. Thank you, Kathy. No doubt. All right, yeah. let's uh, let's play some Chris versus the fan. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, the rules you have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win if you're a first time player let us know before you get into the first question and you get that for free word up there we go there we let's go let's get to uh, our first contestant of the day we'll be joined by alex alex welcome to the show happy monday to you happy monday to you as well thank you you're welcome Here we by go. the way real quick uh eminem song you know eight mile yeah. he was Did out you see the, the double yesterday. birdie he gave yes. to your, to your and crowd that's, Exactly. Did he really? Yes. Himself, you could tell they were they must have been heckling because it was a strong double bird. It like, was full extension, getting it I out mean, there. I mean, he's been pretty calm through this. <laughs> if I until that, if I was was trash talking Eminem and he didn't give me the double bird, there's not, something you're wrong. not doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, because there's something wrong. Fair enough. But anyway. All right, Alex. Here we go. First question. Typical 49er fan. <laughs> hey, no, I, I just love. Hey, Eminem. everybody. Let's see who can be the first person to be so annoying that we get a double bird from Eminem. That would be kind of cool, actually. Yeah. First question. 
What are you not allowed to do in a bunker during golf? Give a oh, double God. bird? Uh, <laughs> I don't think you can touch the sand. Can't, can't ground your club. Yeah. Am I? I recall that rule. Yes. Has it not been changed? It has been changed, but quite on, you can't you can't like address the ball and put your club down. But if your club like hits the sand, I oh, don't that's know okay. that it's a it's a huge big. You're deal talking anymore. about prior to you approaching Hitting the, the ball. ball, yeah, okay. yeah. Because before, if if your club so touches you had to the sand, like walk period, with the sand, your yeah, club basically, in the air, above basically your head, pretty much, yeah, yeah. But now you can you can't address your ball and touch the sand, but I don't think you get penalized for it. Just what was like, the thought behind not having your... It's just a hazard and it's just like an extra penalty. Makes it even harder yeah. for uh, some reason. Okay. Because Which you're not need. allowed to put your club on the ground. So. Okay, got you. Alright, let's move to uh, question number two, Alex. Travis Kelsey pass which player for most career postseason receptions yesterday? I'm going to say, I heard it was Gary Wright. You heard correct. Way to go. Heard the same thing. Here we go. Question number three. Kyle Shanahan's first offensive coordinator job was with what team? Kyle Shanahan's first offensive coordinator job. Talk about a guy who needs an apology from Chris Ella. We'll find out about that. I think he was with uh, the Bucks. The Bucks. Wow. I think that's right. That's Stay correct. there. Hello for the Stay steal. Well, there. I was going to guess. Um, oh, no. Well, I don't know. Redskins? They had all those guys at the Redskins. They did. Was he, that his first? Hey, oh, wow. it's not. Wow. So you're good to go. Early winner. Nice work out, Alex. Alex. Good to go. The good answer was the Texans. Oh. Is that correct? I don't recall that. Huh? <laughs> I don't remember that either. Why do I owe him an apology? Well, his first, oh well, because like years and years and years ago, you said he was a terrible football coach, and then ever since he's been in the playoffs, mm-hmm. basically ever since you What's said he that. won anything? No, he, he hasn't. But he's been to the Super Bowl twice. The real question is: Was he the Texas? I'm looking. I'm, I'm trying I, to get to his I Wikipedia page. I feel like page. we might have to uh, bring back Alex. Stay, stay there after Alex. giving you're, him the victory. You're good. Hold on, I'm trying to figure this out. He was an offensive quality control coach with the Bucks. <laughs> uh-huh. He was a wide receivers coach with the Texans, following season quarterbacks coach, and then offensive coordinator 2008 2009. Right. What was the question? What was his fir- first offensive coordinator role? All right. All right. Very good. Alex, you're a winner either way. Nice yeah. job, Alex. Good job. Stay that there. leaves everybody out in the uh, cold today, unfortunately. Sorry about it that. Sorry, everybody. everybody. Couldn't help save it for the rest of the contestants. That uh, that one Redskin team had a lot of really good assistance on it. LaFleur? LaFleur was on there. Wasn't uh, Mike I... McDaniel? He was on that? Yeah, I think so. Wow. I think so. I know that he, he's kind of like followed Kyle what, Shanahan. What, was it McVay with Kyle Shanahan? He was. Yeah, they were, they were friends and coaches. Mike McDaniel and Kyle Shanahan went to the same middle school That's in it. Denver, Colorado. That's pretty... Surprising. That's way back. Is it right not? There. That uh, is pretty surprising. You for guys one think middle school. Oh, wait, no. Be- well, I guess it is. It's surprising for Mike McDaniel because his dad wasn't the head coach of the Broncos. Yes. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan's dad was. 
Uh, what do you guys think about the Chiefs playing like kind of the 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 big the big bully uh, before? You know, that's usually Baltimore's mo. But yeah, they, Kelsey and Kelsey Mahomes, and Mahomes picked up the <laughs> kicker's gear and threw it out of the way. I, you I, know, I did I did read that kickers intentionally go on the other team's side just to kind of initiate irk them, irk them. and uh, I. <laughs> I appreciated the games. Kelsey wasn't having any of it. I, it was a, such a friendly, like little toss over. Like, yeah, we're going to move this stuff out of the way. Get it. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> well, you know, you go back to I guess Jordan for lack of somebody better to go back to, but champions have to keep coming up with new things to motivate themselves. Yeah, that's true. Because the thing to motivate yourself before you win a championship is I want to win a championship. But after you win one, win two. You start looking for other stuff. And I think the thing that the Chiefs found was this whole road warrior mentality. We gave it to them. Right? <laughs> yeah, we were the media. Give the, the media said, hey, they've never won on the road. I mean, we all knew that. We didn't have to make it sound like they couldn't do it. Right. And, uh, you know, Mahomes and Kelsey. I mean, Kelsey said before this game he wanted to win this game worse than any game he's ever played. That would have worried me if I was the Ravens. That's a good point. And he played it like that. It's not very often the Chiefs are the are like looked at as an underdog, no, uh, in some ways, right? And that it almost plays into their hands in terms of making sure that they're fully focused. Because we've seen at times during the season, whether it's the drop passes, different things of that nature, them not look completely dialed in. Ever since that first Miami game, they've been they've been dialed in for sure. Yeah, I kept waiting for the uh, drop pass penalty filled Chief team to show up. Hasn't showed up yet. It hasn't been there in the playoffs at all. So, but I think that they've taken this road thing, and they you know I think they're going to be. If I was the Niners, I would rather the Chiefs be favored because yeah, Kansas City is going to use this point and a half like they are twenty five point underdogs, and nobody thinks they have any chance to win. So why do we think that that's how it opened? Because I, I I'm being genuine. I thought the Chiefs should have been favored. When I went to go look, I was surprised the Forty ers were favored. I mean, is despite here's what you have to remember. Chris has always kind of put me up on this. The lines are just what people on the outside are betting, who they think is going to win. And, of course, they think the 49ers have been the best football team from start to finish. They're a number one seed. The Chiefs are a number three seed for first. Second, the Niners have been the team all year. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. They're not trying to predict the score. They're trying to predict the line that will get people to bet evenly on both sides. And there's enough people who think San Francisco, San Francisco before this game, or before the weekend, was already a three-point favorite over Kansas City, had that been the matchup. The fact that Kansas City won so, I guess, convincingly, and the Niners didn't, lowered it to one and a half. Right, right. So you were going to be favored regardless. Um, you know, I think, I don't know if the Niners would have been favored over the Ravens because they lost to the Ravens the first yeah, time in the regular season. You might have been underdog. That would have been tough for gamblers out there to kind of wrap their mind around after seeing how bad they got beat. But let's say the same thing to gamblers that we said before the AFC Championship game. Because the Ravens went from a three point to a four and a half point favorite by the time that game kicked off yesterday. That tells me a lot of money came in late and it all came in on the Ravens because they kept making the spread bigger. You're dumb you're, if you bat, you're, bet you against Patrick Mahomes. You can't. You, you can can't. pick against him. You know, make a pick. All right, pick against him. Don't bet against no. him. You, 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 
You are that's silly. You're you're giving away money is what you're doing when you're betting against him. Yeah, and I mean, guys, if you're a Niner fan, you're going to bet against him. Do so at your own great. peril. What do you got going, dude? Your face, you just All seem right, like you're up now? to something. I uh, made a massive <laughs> you mistake. You're up to something. I made a massive mistake. You did. I just got a tweet from uh, Where in the world is Danny San Diego? Saying Matt Scraby, um, Mike McDaniel's stepfather, Gary McCune, was a Broncos staffer, so no pr- surprise at all. Hashtag clueless producer. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I can't believe you forgot I that. cannot believe that that just happened. How did you forget that? Who, I, I who is this stepfather? <laughs> I am clueless, but not that yeah, clueless. Pretty... I shouldn't have been that clueless. <laughs> These callers. You listeners are amazing out there. Between that, all of you. Hey. There is nothing you don't that, know. That one got under Scrape's no, skin, I forgot right? No, I forgot the palm and <laughs> face emoji. Like That one got under his skin right one there. One of the most common misconceptions about, <laughs> about Mike sports McDaniel's radio these stepfather days. stepfather is Gary McEwen. He was on Shanahan's. Everyone knows A that. Duh. I just I didn't say it because I figured it was just went common knowledge. Yeah, it just was unstated. Is that a question number one in Chris Christopher fans? Who yeah. is Mike McDaniel's dad? It very well. Or stepfather? Mike. I've been getting a lot of hate lately, this, this but how, I deserve it. I deserve is, it. This is how you know Niner fans are despised. This is where it's coming from, man. I didn't even say you, anything. You're, you, you've been feeling too good about your Niners getting to a Super Bowl. Somebody wants to bring you on back to earth. I guess so. And clearly, not knowing Mike McDaniel's stepfather's dad, who was it again? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag clueless producer. Clueless producer. (laughs) I told you, I am clueless, but I was pretty sure that Mike McDaniel didn't have a famous stepfather. Yeah, no, I don't think any of us did. All right, let's get to break. <laughs> let's scrapey. see what else we don't He's know. He's going to be stewing this entire break. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Let's see what else we don't know on the other side. Work with it, Chris. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I don't know about you out there, but I am no longer predicting that Joel Embiid will win the NBA's MVP award this year. Yeah, he's not going to have enough games, huh? Not looking good. I mean, the guy scores 40 points every game. 
when he plays. He's not going to play tonight in Portland, missing the game with a knee injury, second consecutive game Embiid has missed. And this gives him 12 missed games on the season if he misses five more, Tony. Ineligible for any postseason NBA award. I don't know that that was what the spirit of the rule was put in for. Yeah, if he finishes with 64 games played, is he not worthy of an MVP? Or even 60 for that match. Right. I mean, this guy is uh, setting records, had a 70-point game the other night. He's had... uh, was it twenty two or three straight games over thirty? Yeah, this is he's a, averaging thirty six, which is Michael Jordan territory. Yeah. This is the unintended consequence, right? And right. Really, what when you think about it, what should have happened is there shouldn't have been a rule placed if the voters who vote on this felt like you didn't play enough games. You know what they should do? Not vote for it. Just you. vote. Don't. There doesn't need to be a rule just, for there it. There shouldn't be. They're, but they're, they put the rule in because they're trying to get guys right. to not sit to out not sit when out. they don't have to sit out. The problem is Embiid is unfortunately has had to sit, sit out. out. Right. And so, guys averaging thirty six and eleven. That's his average. And throw in six assists just for fun. He's he's been two I, block shots. I said it last week. He's been very Shaq esque. With his dominance. doing everything, yeah, but you know, right it's, now it's, five more, and he will be ineligible to be MVP. I, and I, if I'm not mistaken, um, Halliburton, I think he's two games away from, from being not, ineligible. from being ineligible from an All NBA team. Now are the now the Sixers could make a mockery of this very easily, and I would support them. Put him in for like a minute, thirty seconds. Uh, him, no, announce him in the starting lineup. Have him stand right next to the bench. Have some other guy tip the ball. And as soon as you grab it, time out, he goes off the floor, play the game. You could. They could, could do that for, you know, the last seven games of the season and get him the number of games he's got to play. I yeah, mean, that, if they're going to make a mockery their way, right. then you've got to make one your this way. This certainly isn't what was the intended co- no, consequences this is at not all. what you want. No. You know, it, so it, the NBA is going to have to deal with that. It's going to be uh, It's going to be interesting because it's going to take a year for it to cycle through and people miss out. And we see how they miss out. If a guy plays, you know, fifty games, okay, cool. But you're getting in if if the number's sixty five and you end up at sixty three, you're gonna end up missing that war. But when you're as dominant as someone like as Embiid has been all year, right? It's it'll be a shame if he's not even eligible when it when you get to that point. Not even and, eligible. And it's looking like it's gonna head that way. I think he needs what, five more five games? Five more. I mean, and the guy and you know, unfortunately gets hurt quite often. I don't know. The NBA's got some issues, not a ton. No. But they got some and uh you know, I mean, you look at Doncic the other night. They're they're running three guys at him and he's just shooting raining three-pointers over them, Tony. <laughs> That's all he did. They would they would he would go over half court, they'd run three guys at him, he'd just pull up and shoot. I, I did and w- bury it. I did watch him move about I'd say 60% off of a rebound. And literally dribble up to court, and no one got in his way. He just like the whole time going at sixty percent, just got right in front of the rim, laid it up, went down the other. I wonder like, why he got seventy three. If this was the defense, I saw it is the Hawks. It was it was pretty bad. <laughs> There's quite one. a few teams out there that aren't guarding anybody. <laughs> that's true. What, that's what why did the Kobe Patrick Beverly call him uh, Combs? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, Good old Pat Kobe's uh, eighty one is in jeopardy. I don't know that it Will Tunbert like is in jeopardy yet. But Kobe's 81 may go. Uh, early score, 
Cleveland, 19. Clippers, 17, early in the first quarter. That's a good matchup tonight. Clippers continue to just be scintillating. Uh, They've won uh, 22 out of 26. And speaking of guys that are playing, Kawhi Leonard hasn't been sitting out too many lately. I think he's made... Played been all but a couple of games this year. He might have Kawhi. played all of them. Yeah, the boy Kawhi. They no. said they were, the Clippers said they were going to be taking the, the regular season a lot more seriously, moving away from the uh, the time management, not time management, load management, load management. Load management. Load management. Yeah, had. Kawhi's played in forty of forty four. Yeah, this year they haven't had too many missed games, and it's probably a reason why they they're actually. Winning. Playing like everybody thought they should be playing. Pretty much regularly. Uh, Lakers play Houston tonight. Five and o'clock. Uh, the other thing, when is the trade deadline, Tony? You're a, you're a little more NBA than I am. It's it's like this week or next week. Because yeah. I, I know that every time I see a Bulls highlight, I watched one last night. Let me get a good answer get for this you answer. Here. But I was watching the Bulls highlight. All they do every time they throw, throw a highlight, there's Zach Levine. They're going to trade him. There's uh, Vukovic. They're, they should trade, <laughs> him. trade him. There's DeRozan. They ought to trade him. Oh, February 8th. February 8th, so next Thursday. A week from Thursday, which would be next Thursday. Sounds like the Lakers are circling. <laughs> it's amazing how I was able to figure <laughs> that out, huh? Pretty good. It sounds like the Lakers are circling on uh, DeJon, DeJon, man. How do you say his name? DeJounte, DeJounte Murray. DeJounte. Of the Hawks. DeJounte Murray of the Hawks. I think he's better than Levine. I know Levine scores a lot of points. Levine doesn't do... He plays a little more defense. Than yeah, does, Zach that. doesn't do a lot of winning things to me. He does a lot of scoring, which can help you win, for sure. But I like uh, guys that have a little more to their game. But yeah, my Bulls may not... Uh, I don't know how many draft picks you can trade for, but <laughs> they're asking... I'm hearing Caruso, I'm hearing DeRozan, I'm hearing Levine, I'm hearing Vukovic, I'm hearing Drummond. I mean, if they get a number one pick for each of those guys, uh, well, that might be can, all right. You can do that. Oklahoma City had com- Did they compiled do that? like... Get like uh, five or six number they, one. They picks? still got like another two years worth. Oh, they of got first a few more picks. to go. Yeah, well, so it's working for them if, right now. If you if you can get the picks and then draft correctly, it can change for you in a heartbeat. Quickly, yeah. The, I mean, Chicago to me isn't that bad of a team. They're a couple games under five hundred. They're going to make the playoffs. But that's that but just leaves in you middle, in that same middle spot. They're in that middle zone, which yeah. is the worst place to be in the NBA. Get out the middle zone. All right, let's uh, let's get to break. We've got a big five on the way. Legendary game manager Alex Smith says, Brock Purdy, you can't come in. We'll explain (laughs) on the other end. More Gwen and Chris. Please make no mistake, I'm a fan of all of the uh, talk show hosts on this this very station and uh, many of the ones that are uh, network. But I don't understand, honestly, why every time a quarterback loses a game in the playoffs, they have choked and are forever not going to be a good quarterback. It's really an unfair narrative. It honestly is. I I mean, you know, I mean, two is the worst quarterback ever to suit up after that playoff game. Josh Allen's right behind him, and now it's Lamar Jackson's turn. And... I just don't know that it's accurate. Somebody's got to lose it's the game. Accurate. It's not accurate. He didn't play well yesterday. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. But well, let, let's define what choking is first. Well, it's when you get a piece of food stuck in okay. your. <laughs> I would throw this this hydro flask at you, dude. Let's define what it means to choke in a game. Like what? What is your definition of choking? 
I mean, you know, I mean, it's very difficult, honestly, to see, right? Unless there's a receiver standing five feet away and you're, you know, spiking it into the ground two or three times. (laughs) Right. That would classify. Yeah, but I mean, that's my whole point. I mean, and I, again, Jim Rome's been doing this forever. Longer than me. He's not the only one. But he's not the only one saying it. That Lamar Jack. I mean, Stephen A. Smith said the same thing today. That all I can say for Lamar is that that was a choke job. It's not. I don't know. Maybe it was, but it just doesn't seem fair that every time a guy loses a playoff game, he's forever. Dak Prescott's the other one. He'll never win it. Don't be so sure, because nobody, everybody is that guy who will never win it until Until the day they win it. Everybody. Except for you know Mahomes and Brady seem to have you know been in another world where they. But I mean Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has choked. Let's, let's, how many times? I'm glad apparently. you said that because it's it's Tom Brady's came along a lot slower, right? In terms, it took us a little bit to start to realize, man, this dude is. It's not this team he's playing for. It's actually him. Patrick Mahomes has come into that a lot faster in terms of we're already like comparing him to Brady. And that goes for every other quarterback that we're talking about now. Now we're comparing every other quarterback to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And I don't know that that's actually a real thing to be – because these are these are outliers in the world of athletes, right? You just don't right. come along and have this much success, especially this early. And so, yeah, I agree. I, I don't like the term – Trump. I completely agree that Lamar Jackson did not play well. He did not play – Nowhere near what we saw him play. Does that classify as a choke job? It just seems too easy of a narrative to just always go to that word. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Peyton Manning lost out in the playoffs for eight straight years. Yeah. And he couldn't get over Brady. Did he choke eight straight years and then just become a Hall of Fame quarterback because he won the next time? Yes, exactly. Apparently. He, he only won. What, you look he only back had on, two. He won two. You look back on Peyton Manning now, you say, well, he's an easy Hall of Fame, one of the greatest to ever play. They didn't say that in 2005 when he lost for the seventh straight year in the playoffs. No, they did. No, they did. So just be careful with the choke. Aaron Rodgers has only won one. But, you know, I don't hear that word used around him. No, he's a bad man. He's a bad man, but he loses in the postseason yeah. an awful lot. Yes, he does. So now does ch- everybody else I don't except consider for one a, guy every I, year. I don't consider him a choke artist. I, I don't, don't consider either. him a choker. All right. Trying to defend Lamar a little bit. I mean, he had a bad game. All right, let's check some traffic. Scraby, hit us with a big five. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. 
Quick stat, Peyton Manning before his first Super Bowl year win was 3-6 and six as a playoff quarterback. It's oh. about what Lamar Jackson Two is and now. 2-4, I think, right? Right. So just keep it in mind before you, you know, completely give up. Scrape, you go. Mike on the chat says John Elway lost a few before he won. I was just John Elway got to the very end of his career before. He got before, to the Super Bowl three before. times, maybe, right? Yeah. Two, three times, yeah. All right. Number five. MLB The Show is something I am excited to play this year because I have a PS5 now, and I'm going to be connecting with listeners and playing some games. But they're going to select their cover athlete for the 2024 game tomorrow, and I don't know that we're going to see any Padres on the cover. However, probably not. there are Hassan Kim? No. He's popular. He not that not popular. MLB popular. Yeah, not that popular. However, there are some names in the mix that I saw floated around about who could be on the cover, and here they are. Corey Seager, Adley Rutschman, Ronald Acuna Jr., and Ellie oh. De La Cruz were some of the hey. names talked about. So, Chris, Tony Tony wants to go first. I'm going to flip I this. Do. I don't want to go first. You, I can go first. It seems like a dime to talk I just about know that. who I would pick after you just gave me that list. Okay, not limited to just those guys. Who would you like to see on the cover, Chris? Uh, I'm looking up Elway's career record, so I don't know what you're asking. <laughs> I just want everybody to look at the look on Scraby's face right now. <laughs> if you're so watching on YouTube. Uh, I would say Acuna's the guy right now. Acuna? Tony yeah, you're asking me who no, would be the coolest no. person I mean, to put on the I think cover. Cruz. I think Cruz. Yeah, he struggled down the stretch, but he was nah, pretty darn he excited. He, he, but, he come struggled on, he's not immensely down the stretch. I mean, Jazz Chisholm wasn't like some superstar, and he made the cover last year. He wasn't, but uh, I think the year before that was Toddy, wasn't it? I think or so. no, it was Shohei. The year before that, it was Toddy. Yeah, because so the Cardinals I think, bat flip. You know, I'm pretty sure uh, Ronald's got to be the guy. He's got to be the guy. Uh, maybe, maybe Adley. You know, somebody, it's got to be a, I think it's got to be like a young dude. How old's Acuna? 30? Is he 30 I already? Don't know. No. Not quite, right? So he's young. Check out my fantasy champion. Yeah, that's why I think it should be Acuna. Oh, Acuna. I'm so glad we brought that up. Mr. Fantasy Champion, more reason to root against the Dude, Niners. Yeah, he's only 26. Yeah, he's, he's, he's super be, young. Can you he's imagine if Scraby wins the 49ers on I know. top of his fantasy championship? the greatest sports year of my life. By far. It already is. <laughs> I'm about to say, you, you have to you've win already anymore. surpassed your greatest sports yeah, year. You're, you're into that. Uh, JH says, Jose Ramirez or Acuna. I don't know where... Jose Ramirez is a, is a big enough name. He's in the AL Central, man. You can't yeah. uh, you can't come from there yeah. and get in <laughs> cover. All right. Well, we Our, will be talking sorry. about this. You can't make it if you're in the AL, no. AL or NL Central. Yeah. I think it's going to... Well, we'll talk about it tomorrow whenever it comes out. All right, so I saw a Yahoo Sports post last night titled, quote, Legendary Game Manager Alex Smith says Brock Purdy is not in the Game Managers Club, which I thought was a little strong to say legendary game manager. But yesterday on ESPN, Alex Smith went through a whole film session thing laying out that Brock Purdy is not a game manager. And Alex Smith went so far as to say he's not even allowed into the club because he is not one. Tony, is being labeled a game manager an insult in your mind? I don't think it should be. But is it, it in your mind, you're saying no? No, I'm saying it's but not. the public, it is. The public thinks game manager, they think, I don't know, Brad Johnson, who is was a game manager. But that doesn't mean you're not a good quarterback. Not everybody, although Brock Purdy would probably beg to differ after using his legs the way he did 
last night. Not everybody is, is going to be like a game changer. Somebody that can change, you know, the outcome of a game. And I just think that, you know, whether it's Tom Brady or it's Brock Purdy, right? These dudes are like, they're legitimate, like legit quarterbacks. I don't think game managers are, 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 are a bad thing. I just think when you're talking about certain quarterbacks, when you mentioned it in the public's eye, they hear game manager, they think lesser. Yeah. And I don't think that's the case. Uh, good chat from Anthony. Lots of quarterbacks can't manage the game and they don't stay around long. That's true. This is It's not a bad thing. Chris, is in your mind, is a game manager being called that an insult? It's not in my mind. Uh, I would call Patrick Mahomes an excellent game manager I yesterday. Too. I would too. So there you go. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it is. It is. It is meant to be a negative, though, by the uh, it is the yeah. media out there. It's a big negative if you're a game manager. I'll just say one last thing about it: if you throw eight touchdowns and six interceptions every game. You're not going anywhere. No. no. So you better be a game manager no. on top of whatever skill you bring to the table. Because you're not going to win turning it over that many Here's times. Here's the thing. You can be you a, got to be a part game manager to be good. You can be a game changer and still lose. Right? Yeah. yeah. Game managers, they're going to give you most, – most coaches are going to take a game manager because – They won't turn over the they, ball. They're not going to make the mistake. Now, if you're elite like a Mahomes – you can be both game changer and game manager, but I don't think it, Chris is in agreement. I don't think it's a it's a bad thing. All right, number three on Saturday, BYU men's basketball team beat Texas eighty four to seventy two. But it wasn't the win anyone was talking about. It was what happened with nine students in the front row of the BYU student section. They each had a letter on their shirt, and it spelled out "horns down." Now, if you don't know what that is, apparently that's the worst thing you could ever tell someone <laughs> that went to the University of Texas. They may even arrest you. They were asked to remove those shirts by the school during the first media timeout. And here's what head coach of BYU, Mark Pope, said after the game. I don't know. Are you guys reporting on this horns down t-shirt? <laughs> are you guys hearing this? Yeah. The t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, and just know from our student, from our, uh, you know, they were taken off before the game started, right? And, and from, our, from the rock and from our players and from our student body, uh, that's just not us. It's, that's not how we roll. And it was just a, a miscalculation on, on just a couple eager kids, uh, which we love the eagerness of these fans, but this is not, it's not what we do here. So uh, we love every, all 18,000 people in, in this gym. They were incredible tonight. And just, that, just so you know, that's not, um, that's not something that we're supporting. Okay. Okay, that yeah. was very uh, Mr. Garrison Mar- from very from BYU South Park. It was very Mr. Garrison, okay. but Chris, uh, yeah. okay, uh-huh. is I, I didn't know this was such an insult. Is horns down really such a terrible thing? I guess. I mean, it's not. It's kind of like asking me whether or not calling a team the Cleveland Indians is disrespectful to Native Americans. It doesn't necessarily bother me. But it certainly bothered a lot of Native Americans. I guess, it, I guess it bothers Texas fans um, well, dude, that is, to the point where the they feel point. it. Exactly. What? Win the game then. I don't understand why they're so upset about this. And the coach last week criticizing everyone. Sorry, Chris. I don't know. I thought it all started from Oklahoma fans 
when they started, you know, having yeah. the Red River rivalry yeah. and the, they would give that horns down sign. If you're going to have a horns up sign, you better look out for it. I'm in agreeing with you, Scrabe. I'm not a Texas guy, but it seems like they ought to have a little thicker skin. I mean, if the Longhorns came and played at Viejas Arena, I think they'd have a tough time getting everybody in the show to get their horns turned around. Now that you've said the horns down thing is like the worst thing you can do to this team, I think every visiting or every home team playing them should and, and do I, the horns down. And I promise you, you're not going <laughs> to have Dutch or any other head coach say, you know, it's just not us. We don't. We don't do the horns okay. down thing. Like, get out of here! Just your whole point of your your fa- your your student section is part of the rowdy echo. and crazy and weird. And it's not like they're using profanity or they got. Scraby, turn I- my mic off before I make a BYU comment. <laughs> okay. I'll regret. There we go. Gladly. <laughs> they, they, they don't have any like signs with people. I saw one game where the student section was literally in speedos, standing up behind the free throw line. Are behind the so like that offended me. Th- that, that to me would offend no a lot more anything. people than horns down. Yeah, this is that weird. seems crazy. It is crazy. I don't understand it for one second. But you can't do it. Number two. An event earlier this week, the A's were or last week. I'm sorry, the A's were introduced in front of business owners in Las Vegas. I talked about this on the Scraby Show, but John Fisher, he was asked by reporters how much he tried to keep. The A's in Oakland. He said he gave it everything he had. But what he didn't say is that he hasn't put fielded a great team in years and years and years. But so they're at this thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. However, after Fisher walked off the the stage and the MC tried to get the cloud the crowd to clap for the A's, yeah, they were like no business baggage. owners were not having it. Some were not being shy about saying they don't want the team in Las Vegas. And here is uh, that clip of the MC trying to get. People to cheer for the A's. Let's give it up one more time for Mary Beth and John Fisher, please. The Las Vegas A's. We like the sound of that, right, Vegas? Yeah? Yes? Are are we alive back there in Las Vegas? How we feeling? (laughs) They're not feeling good. Major crickets on that line. My thing is, is they're not going to do this, but Tony, should baseball rethink this knowing how bad it's already gone? Uh, you know, I don't think that's in the cards. So they're like rethinking and be like, on second thought, you guys got to go back to Oakland. I just, I, I, as much as I know that would please a lot of people, I don't see that happening. But Las Vegas, like, doesn't seem like they want them either. You know, it's it's always been, and you know, I, I, shout out to my partner Jesse Aguilar. He brought this up really from day one. It's always been a question mark for a lot of people on how a Las Vegas team, baseball team would do. It's different than football. You're not playing once a week. You can't plan your weekend around it. Like, I mean, you can on a three-game series, but they play another five days throughout the week. Yeah. And so, like, what does that look like? And I think uh, whether it's good or bad, we're going to find out one way or another, but it's still not going to be for a few years. That's the the tough part. I don't understand what they're going to do between now and 2027. Right. That's the tough part. Is who they're playing in Oakland this year? Correct. This is the That's last the plan? year. Last year. Yeah. How As many people honestly can go to a game? Like, will they ever get a thousand for a Major League Baseball game? I could see this getting real ugly. I want to say one thing. That lady did a 
hell of a job under impossible circumstances. I would have thrown up my mic. Bless, bless her heart. Too. She was been... trying to MC that to hell. Can you, don't we imagine? love the way that sounds, guys? <laughs> we like Wait. the sound of that, right, Vegas? <laughs> yeah? Yes? Yeah? Are, are we alive back there, Las <laughs> Vegas? How we feeling? No, we're not alive. She oh. gave it everything she had. If that happened to me, I would freeze up and I would just fall oh, off the stage. Man, I would not that would be, be brutal. Yeah, that, was, that would be so That brutal. was tough. Number one. All right, we talked about the new Nationals uniforms on the show last week, and over the weekend, Major League Baseball announced the Nationals would re- be retiring the City Connect Cherry Blossom jerseys after Terrible. this coming season. They just season. from bad to but worse. But I like those. Everybody liked those. They never That's checked why they're in doing with me it. on this stuff. Chris, how long do you see the Padres wearing their City Connects for? Oh, I would hope for a while. Everybody seems to like them. What's the? I mean, I got I other. Would, I got many other issues before I get to that. I would love to know why they're getting rid of the Cherry Blossom. I have no idea. They Clearly, the favorite uniform of the national. Well, because it's popular, that's why. There, there are two new uniforms. At least one of the two new uniforms. The softball. I could have made it made in my back. My you garage. don't like the buttonless pullover <laughs> shirts that, that they're going to be wearing atrocious. with the blue sleeves. They're really ugly. <laughs> oh my lord! No buttons. That's I can't get over. It. It's like do a they talk to, a BP top. They don't talk to players about any of this stuff, do they? They, should. they clearly don't. Because the players are the ones that have to wear it. But you, you know, they would. Their input would be get rid of these things. Oh, Anthony is saying. I don't know if this is true or not, but Anthony seems to be pretty trustworthy on the chat. Nike said City Connects have about a three-year lifespan before they do a I, new one. I did hear that. So we got enjoy your Padre. City Connect for another Last year. Last year was the first full season with them, uh, right? No, it was the second. I mean, it was the first full season, but they cranked it out so by this halfway. Is last year. Could be. Oh, man. What Could are we going to do without our pink and teal? I know everybody loves it. They will be do mad. they have to change it in five years, or does like money says they have to change it in five I years? Think you know how these things go. I know. Chris. I think I rules on selling merchandise make it change. I heard in the NFL, if you change your logo, you have to keep it for at least five years before you change it again. That sounds like the NFL. They, they do business. Sounds like them, but you, you know, you wonder why teams, you know, they all change their uniforms, so everybody's got to buy a new one. That's That gets expensive to people like me. Sure does. I'm already paying for that ESPN Plus. I don't have any okay. extra money lying around. All right. When we get back, we're going to recap the biggest news of the day, <laughs> which does not include much baseball news. So stick around with us on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, it's Ben and Woods. Make sure you tune in every day for the show Big Leaguers Listen To. At least that's what we tell ourselves in our mind. So <laughs> join us each weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. San Diego to Tijuana. Bus leaving in three minutes. Hey, how are you, babe? Hi, I'm good, but I wish you were here in Tijuana. I know, I wish you were here in San Diego. Hey, I just sent you a song. I love it, but it made me miss you even more. Next stop, Tijuana Central Bus Terminal. Hey, go outside. Wait, why? What? What are you doing here? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> With AT&T, use your plan in Mexico like in the 619. Two countries, one network. Only with AT&T. Available for U.S. customers. Requires eligible plan. Additional speed, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Visit att.com slash one network for details. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. 
I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellus, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, straight lines seem wavy, like when looking at a doorframe. For others, blurry or missing spots can make it hard to read or see loved ones' faces. Many have trouble seeing in low light, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you've been diagnosed with AMD and notice vision changes, don't wait. Talk to your eye doctor about GA today. Learn more at gawontwait.com. That's gawontwait.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 